last time on Oz Hour. Okay, so last time on Oz Hour, Dorothy, Toto, and Belina get lost, and they get brought into Utension, or Utensionos, <laughs> that utensil place, and they meet all these different types of utensils, frying pans, everything, and they're like, bitch, we're going to take her ass to court. And so they take her to court, they gather all their people. I don't really remember what happens, but they basically release her, and it was like, yeah, actually, this was a big waste of time. Forget about it. You're gone. Go get some blackberries out in the forest you dumb bitch we don't eat food here and then she goes with her little crew and they're like oh my god i'm starving and they find these two signs bunberry and bunnyberry and she decides to go to bunberry because it sounds like bun or it is buns i mean and then she gets there and it, it, they are buns <laughs> actually it's all bread it's all bread flour saltine crackers it's everything that you can possibly think of being involved in bread and she basically bullies these poor people and eats all their things and just is so mean. I I don't even know any of the people she met except for that one dude Johnny Johnny um Johnny Cakes Johnny Cakes and uh other people, but we don't care about them. And then we go to uh oh yeah, and she gets kicked out of there because Toto and Belina end up eating people. And then they go to oh, and then Ozma all of a sudden is reminiscing on the old times and she's like let me let me uh look at what little that gnome guy's doing and she sees the tunnel being made and then she's like ha 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 anyway i'm going to not worry about that the end thank you hi there and welcome to episode 31 of oz hour the only place where you can hear everything you never knew about the wonderful and strange land of oz that's right with the help of some alcohol we will be discussing each of the 14 books in l frank Baum's wizard of oz series today we will be continuing with book six the emerald city of oz covering chapters 19 through 21 we're your hosts blake stone and wyatt swangham and joining us as always is our resident oz initiate hannah hello aguirre Oh, <laughs> you really cut him off. Yeah, hello, Aguirre. I forgot I had a last name. Hanna, you just played last time on. You usually do that, yeah? I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this time you did pretty good. Oh. Uh, minute and 34 seconds to cover it. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see what you missed. Uh, frankly, I, I just think it's important to note that Dorothy, Belina, and Toto are captured by six to eight dozen spoons. Oh, yeah. that's right. Who that's take them to... I don't remember what you called it, but it's called Utensia. Oh, okay. You were giving Utensio, s- Utensio. I was saying you're Utensio. Like, like, <laughs> Utensia, Colorado. Like, I don't know. I don't, it was so much. Um, nothing happens there. So good job on bre- yeah. glazing over that. Um, Dorothy does eat cinnamon buns, wheelbarrow, and his piano once she makes it to Bunbury. Oh um, she also eats some old lady's buttered doormat. And the wheelbarrow. Uh, we got that. Oh. but no overall you did a pretty great job i don't know what my co-host is gonna say but i would call it a win no well i mean it was awfully long but it was still good (laughs) you did a good job Thank you. Yeah. That's all I okay. need to hear is that I did a good job. <laughs> Just, say you're proud. Just say you're proud of me. <laughs> so before we started recording, Wyatt went ahead and whipped up some cocktails. So I will give him the floor to talk a talk a talk a talk a talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Ooh, yeah. Tonight we are drinking 
White Rabbit, which is a play on a white Russian, uh, and the name for which will, as always, make sense. And the recipe for which you can find on our Instagram at OzHourPodcast. Let's slurp. Uh, okay, that's actually quite delicious, and ooh. I drank it out of an actual um, antique from the crash of the SS Titanic. Chapter 19, How Bunnybury Welcomed the Strangers. Okay, so, <laughs> Dorothy, Belina, Toto, they are leaving Bunbury, because why? They ate people. They ate people. Yeah. Several. And then yeah. the people did not like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they said, oh, we don't actually, I'm sorry, friend. I don't like it when you do that to <laughs> my body, me. friend. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> actually, <laughs> murder. <laughs> so they are back on the road. And Dorothy is just like, gosh, you know, I never thought that things that are so good to eat could be so disagreeable. And then Belina goes <laughs> off with a joke <laughs> about uh, how, oh, well, usually they get disagreeable after you eat them. And it's like, oh, food poisoning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, pretty much everything that I eat seems to be poison or an allergen oh to my me. God. So I really related to Belina's joke. <laughs> like, I'd rather it be disagreeable before I eat it. And I'm like, yeah, hey, hey, man, mm-hmm. sister. Hey, hey, girl hey. with some <laughs> stomach problems. <laughs> uh, Belina's a real mom. Mm-hmm. But Belina basically though is like, hey, like maybe we should just go back down to the signpost, like, and then go the other way, like stay on the path, like mm-hmm. we'll we'll be chill. So they pass the signpost, they head away from Bunbury mm-hmm. and toward Bunnybury. Oh, we're gonna get Bunnybury. Yeah, yes. yeah, we we don't get skip it. I thought that last time too. I was like, oh, we're just gonna skip right yeah. over Bunnybury. Yeah, more which, interested in that. I'm we're very interested. Like drinking the White Rabbit. Oh, around here. Oh my god, I can't even. <laughs> Think about that. So uh, finally, they reach this big marble wall, and the path ends there. Yeah. And the path also, for the record, is like pretty narrow. It's like, it's almost like a bike path, or not like. Like if a bike rides yes. through mud and then like runs across the pavement, you're like, oh, there's yeah. a little stripe. It's like that. But it's like, it's well, you can see it. Like, but Dorothy can't like walk in the path. She has to just follow this line, basically. Yes. So it's a small path. The path is so narrow that, yeah, like Dorothy's feet can't even fit yeah. side by side on it. Yeah. So she's just like, I guess I'm still lost, but at least I'm following yeah, something. On a path. You know. But yeah. she does get to this big marble wall, which to me was really giving dainty China village to me. Yeah, like I my bad. first thought, even though I knew what was gonna happen. Seems like there's a lot of little cities or towns. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like there's a lot of little towns that like give off dainty China country. You know, it's all very medieval. They all have to have a wall, you know. And we're only gonna see what them once. I'm guessing we're uh, not going to run into Bunbury again. Yeah, I promise you. Well, actually, I can't promise you because I haven't read all the books. Ooh. But I very nearly goddamn promise you yeah. <laughs> yeah. that you won't see these. It's people. A close we're gonna promise. probably see like fucking eggplant city <laughs> or some shit like <laughs> that what, yeah. before you we are, see Bunbury yeah. again. Tell you what, you are gonna spend the next three chapters with them, so don't give up hope just oh. quite yet. Hi, Bunbury. I guess we have, or no, Bunny Burry. Yeah, Yeah, Bunny Burry. So they reach this wall. Dorothy takes a closer look at the marble wall. She finds a small door, 
about the height of her head, it's just like this little square, right? Like yeah. her face. It's not level. big. Yeah. Um, under that door is a doorbell and a sign that reads "No admittance except on business." Dorothy, and Dorothy, knowing full well that she has no business, <laughs> yeah, she laughs in the face of that sign and she's like. I'm ringing that bell. <laughs> she's like, yeah, her, yeah, she's on business right now. The business <laughs> of getting fucking found. Uh, and so it takes a minute, but eventually like the, like there's a little click and the marble door swings open and it's really more of a window. There are brass bars blocking the entrance of the window. So like it's, Dorothy can't even fit her fingers oh. through the bars. Yeah. Like there are bars so close it's like together. A grate. Yeah. They're safe, which makes sense. It's in the middle of the forest and it's a city full of rabbits, I assume. Yeah. Like so yeah. and I'm yeah. I'm sure it's not Monty Python rabbits. It, definitely yeah. not. Somebody gets that joke out there. The killer rabbit that eats everyone. Oh. That sounds cute. <laughs> <laughs> It's super cute. Um, so on the other side of the window, Dorothy sees the face of a white rabbit with a monocle. He looks at Dorothy and he is like, well, what is it? <laughs> yeah. And Dorothy's like, well, I'm Dorothy and I'm lost. Uh, excuse me. State your business, please. Yeah. Like he fully cuts he's, her off. Yeah, he's not having it. She's like. Okay, I'm lost. That's my business. So my business is actually finding my way out, and I actually need help. Yeah, and, and the rabbit's like, not having it. No, he's so like, we're not in Bunbury anymore. No, no, no. no, no, no. no one Dorothy is eat can't here. come and stomp yeah. around like she owns. This the is not place. come eat my grandmother's eyeballs. City. Yeah, they yeah. have um, a they have a strict order here. They do very, but like the rat, the white rabbit is like bitch. I, I mean, sorry. Dorothy. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you were not allowed in Bunnybury without a letter of introduction from the Princess Ozma or Glinda the Sorceress. And Dorothy's like, oh, okay, then just wait a minute. I literally yeah, have a letter like, from I Ozma. Have that. I have that. Hold I have on, that. Please. And he's like, oh, you do from the ruler of Oz. Yeah. And she's like, yes, please, just please, just please don't This is what she yeah. gets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, karma. Yeah, she's like, I'm a princess. I'm a princess. Yeah. Oh, he's you're like, a yeah. prince. Oh, you're a princess of, of, of where? Where? She's like, Oz. He's like, of Oz. Yeah. Oh. He literally says, oh, well, then I'm a princess myself. Yeah. <laughs> Like, actually, we're both princesses of Oz. Yeah. Don't I know you, sister? <laughs> he actually starts closing the door, and she's like, wait, I found it! She finally finds the letter, oh. which I guess, how many fucking pockets did she have? Like, yeah, my like, God. Does she have a bag or a basket? Like, what's going on? Just the big dress pockets, I guess. I guess <laughs> All the way so. to her foot. <laughs> I didn't realize women had pockets back then. So... Dorothy stuffs the letter through the bars to the rabbit. And he's like so pompous. He's like, I'm going to read it out loud so that they know I know how to read words. Yeah. It also kind of is giving like prove you can read it so that when you read it and it's ridiculous, they know that you actually read it. Like yeah, it like, is pompous, but it's also like, oh, what's this? Like you think I can't read? Well, right. actually I'm about to read because this is not a letter from yeah. Ozma. Yeah. I know that this is not a letter from Ozma. Yeah. So he reads, <clears throat> it will please me to have my subjects greet Princess Dorothy, the bearer of this royal missive, with the same courtesy and consideration they would extend to me. Signed, 
Ozma of Oz. That's not a lot of detail. It's not. No, but it also it's <laughs> so short. It's a little vague. But it's like, signed Ozma of Oz, which I assume they all know what her pen looks like. And then also, it's sealed but like, with the Emerald City seal. Yeah, so like, there's no way to replicate that seal and her signature. Like, but it, do they really know hard. who Ozma is? They do. They do. They worship. Yeah. They worship. They. They are, do. They don't worship Ozma. Okay, because Bunbury word? didn't worship. know Ozma, right? Yeah, Bun. Bun- or was it Utensian? Bunbury did. Utensia did not. Yeah, know Utensia did not. Bunbury okay. and Bunnybury are both okay. under her ruling. But so they also it's have, good they, she has that letter. It then. is. Yes, thank God. And so, Bunnybury and Bunbury both had signs pointing. To them, yeah. So like those, like that's yeah. She she was kidnapped and brought to like the gorilla city of Utensia. Yeah, but honestly, uh, I thought when we first learned about the letter of introduction, I thought it was specifically for the first place. I I didn't know what a letter of introduction was. I didn't know she could just take it anywhere. Like that thing should be written. Yeah, like how long has she had that on her? The whole time. That should be carved in Like even before like this book? Or was no. it? Oh no, no, no. She got it. She got it. Yeah, for this she road has trip. that for this road trip. Got they've it. probably it been have showing been... that in part to like everybody they've stopped with yeah. to say the night. Like everyone knows who Dorothy is, but saying, Hey, here's the letter from Ozma too, it's like, okay, well great, you're not just a marauder. That thing should yeah, have you're been not just etched a into ten. Or sorry, ten with an E. That should have been etched into tin <laughs> and then uh, sewed into Dorothy's back. <laughs> I wasn't sure where that was going. Oh, but my God. Ultimately, the rabbit through the window, he's like, this letter's from the Emerald City. How delicious. Oh. So Dorothy's like, so what now? Yeah. Like, let me in. Yeah, she's like, what are you going to do about it? Like, yeah, like, it's from Ozma, like... And he's like, oh, my God. OK, yeah, well, we'll obey because we're Ozma, We're in Ozma's country. And Glinda the Good has ordered us to respect, obey. Because and, she protects you know. them. Yeah, yeah, she does. Um, so Dorothy's like, OK, so can I come in? The rabbit closes the window. This is this gave me like the 1939 film vibes, honestly, like where it was like the little window closes and the big door opens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so the door opens in front of Dorothy. She comes in rather than it being the whole ass Emerald City like in the movie. It's just uh, this little tiny room where yeah. that white rabbit is located. So Dorothy enters and she looks at the rabbit with a fair amount of surprise because He's a pretty normal rabbit. He's normal size. He's big. He's like a big rabbit, but he's like a normal size rabbit with pink eyes, white fur. But then, is he albino? Yes. No. no he is. They like most of them are. They're like white fur with, and he keeps saying pink eyes. Yeah, he's pink eyes. Well, all white They're rabbits all have, or I mean, sorry, all white rabbits have red eyes, don't they? The albino ones, which I think all white rabbits I are think albino. All white okay. Rabbits are albino, yeah. We'll look this all up later so nobody needs to tell us the real answers. Please don't DM us. However, <laughs> uh, that said, I always just, I didn't know they were albino. I just thought, oh, yeah, they're white and they have pink eyes. Yeah, those, That's what they all those have, like blood red eyes. Like, I I don't know where he comes up with pink because I think of them as being quite red. I, well, yeah, that's what I think um, too. But those maybe? red eyes are indicative of albinism, uh, which, like, even. Albino people have like reddish eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he's gort like he's gorgeous. He's this cute white rabbit dressed to the nines, um, and 
Dorothy's just like a little surprised to like see like, oh, like you're kind of anthropomorphic. Like you're like a person, you know. Well, he's like a just he's a bunny and then he just has clothes on. He has like a vest, yeah. he has weird little pants, he has diamonds a on his butt. Like, yeah, a monocle. I'm late. I'm late. It's it's very exactly. I am oh, very happy you, you said that. that. Yeah, that's funny. Oh my god. Just so you know, that book was 45 years old when this came out. So L. Frank Baum can't uh, pretend he doesn't know it exists. That's okay? what was also in the last book in Bunbury, her eating all the little things. Like when we were listening back to it, like editing it and everything, I was like, this is really giving like eat me, Alice in Wonderland, drink me type of vibe. We almost named tonight's cocktail drink Tonight's me. cocktail was really close to being drink Oh, me. shit. Uh, and it's funny you say that. In general, because they enter. Well, fuck. Okay. Well, the first thing that happens when they enter, Toto and Belina follow Dorothy in, and the rabbit runs to a table, jumps up on it, and he's like, "Hey, those companions, like you're the princess. They cannot enter with you." He's like, "Princess, no." Yeah. Well, honestly, with their track record lately, I would say. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. And (laughs) say it. No, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Say it. Say what. Say what you're gonna say. What about the track record? What did they just fucking do? They're murderers. They're murderers. Yeah. Dude, he is like, I'm so sorry. Like, they can't be here. They're bloodthirsty. Dorothy, Dorothy's like, why not? He's like, um, one, you're the princess. That letter was for you. Uh, mm, two. True. Um, it didn't say Dorothy and friends, yeah, to which is kind of surprising. Our bunnies would be so horrified of them. Dogs are their least favorite thing. So yeah. just so you know, Bunbury, Bunnybury knows about dogs. So the rabbit is like, first of all, like we hate dogs more than anything. But second of all, they weren't your friends weren't referenced in your letter. So Dorothy's like, but my friends go wherever I go. Yeah. And the she, rabbit's like, I'm sorry, but she like my, the tone I get from that is like, um, my friend, they're my friends and mm-hmm. they go where I go. But then the rabbit is like, not this time. I like, love it. Yeah. He's he like, not, says, not this time, this princess. Time. Yeah. I um, stay here or you're not going rabbit. in. Yeah. Frankly, he knows what's up. Like good on him for standing his ground because yeah. what the fuck happened in Bunbury slaughter, yes. slaughter, people die. He doesn't know, but he is doing the right thing. However, that said, in Ozan's letter, it said, "Hey, treat Dorothy just as you would treat me." And I'm like, "Well, that's interesting." So, if Ozma came to your city and said, "I have a dog with me," you'd say, "No, you can't come no, in," or Ozma can bring, or you would the let her. And I get, I do understand that True. it's different. However, I do think there's a level of like he's he's using discretion though. He's saying, "Hey." I'm making an educated choice to say that's not going to fly right now, and I don't blame him, and I think He's it's like, true. Sorry, you're not Ozma. You know, it's interesting because we're not necessarily there yet, but Dorothy at at some point does ask this rabbit in particular, like while they're in this room, she's like, "Are you the king?" And he's like, "No, I'm I'm not the king. I'm just the keeper of the wicket, whatever that means." But he's like, "Oh, oh no, I'm like I am." so low on the totem pole <laughs> but we are going to spend the next three chapters listening to him tell everybody what the fuck to do so he's honestly. like the fucking he's like when you go to high school and you're new it's like the person that's telling you like all the clicks and like what's going on yes he's he's janice and <laughs> he's like Damien. the informant he's yeah. definitely uh, janice, about yes. the clicks. Yeah. 
Um, but Belina is like, hey, Dorothy, just go inside. She was like, Toto and I can just rest in here. Like, we don't even care. Like, just go. It seems yeah. kind of interesting. So Dorothy decides, okay, fine, I'll go alone. <laughs> she also um, notes that she thought was, she thinks it's a good idea because of what happened in Bunbury. She's like, has a flashback and she's yes. like, so she actually, remembers. you guys were misbehaving. Yeah. Like, and so this, I'm fine with that. This, this is, is for the best. Yeah, this yeah. Is for and the she's best. interested. So, um, so the rabbit is like, so Dorothy, before you can enter Bunbury, you must consent to reduce. And she's like, reduce what? And he's like, your size. Your size. She has to become rabbit sized. But she, will, she will say, stay in her human form. Can you say Alice's Adventures? Literally. Can you say eat me or drink me? Someone drink me. Yeah. read a book before they wrote this book. I yeah, know. What the... Alice was 45 years before this. He cannot pretend he doesn't know what that is. Yeah. He knows what that is. And during that time, there's not a lot of things that are coming out. No. (laughs) Not like today. Mass publishing was pretty new. Yeah. Um... Oh, don't. Ha, ha, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. The printing revolution was a while before that. But that said, though, the rabbit says, you know, you'll maintain your size. Like, you'll just have to do it. And she's like, what about my clothes? And he's like, they'll reduce too. You're fine. And she's like, okay, like, so you'll you'll reduce me and you'll also make me big again. Right. And I'm like, that is a great question, Dorothy, because mm-hmm. like. You have gotten into so many bad situations. Yeah. I mean, Alice in Wonderland, for instance, ends up tiny, can't get to the big thing that makes her big again, Mm -hmm. I think. At least her (laughs) clothes fit her, goddamn. Yeah. Um, But so the rabbit, after they clear everything up, the rabbit hops over to the far wall where there's a very, very, very tiny door, which he opens, and the rabbit instructs Dorothy to follow him. Now, most little girls would probably say, I can't fit through that tiny door. But Dorothy, who's been in a lot of fairylands, she's like, yeah. I guess I'll just go to that tiny door. And apparently she's seen Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory because <laughs> she walks up to that tiny door and every step she takes, she gets tinier and tinier until the door is big. And then she just walks through it. It's insane. Whoa. Who knows what the magic is? We'll yeah, find out. But it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So the keeper of the wicket, who's that little bunny, uh, goes to the door. Does he Dorothy have a name, or is he just the keeper? He of has the a wicket? name. We'll find out later. We don't know. Okay. Like an annoying amount of time later, we'll yeah, find out. Yeah, it's his like name. way. I don't understand why away. we have to wait so long. There are some bunnies that we spend a lot of time with who we never learn. I would names. agree with that. Oh. Um, yeah. So the keeper of the wicket goes to the door, and Dorothy follows him. The door slams shut behind them. And it clicks locked. Ooh. Isn't that ominous? Ooh. That's a, and Dorothy she's gasps. She's a child. <laughs> she gasps in surprise at what she is seeing. Because this place is sort of crazy. Yeah. But it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's a little utopia. It's surrounded. It's amazing. It's surrounded by the marble wall. Is it giving of- like that the the earth core city? Uh, like the earthquake. It's one. giving that, except you can't see through the walls. Oh, okay. But like, kind of a similar vibe. Actually, does actually, it feel no. like covered? No. Actually, I'm gonna say it's no. not covered. No, because the wall this is and it stops. This is way cuter than that because that was like, wow, very beautiful, tall glass buildings. But this is actually like a lot cuter. Mm, um, okay. Everything's made of marble. The streets are made of marble. The buildings are made of marble. 
all of the houses are like shaped like teapots, but that are like oh, tipped on their sides. A little, bu- so, little yeah. bunny. It's just like bunnies who have like found little oh holes. It's to really live. cute. Oh, yeah. I would love to go there. I hope they would be nice to me. I don't oh, have a dog. They would they be. Would they're be. amazing. Yeah, they're really them. nice. Um, and the people look amazing too. They're gorgeous. Yeah. The people? Re- or the, I just, the, the rabbits. bunny people. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're all rabbits. <laughs> they're, they're people too. Yes. <laughs> rabbits and people. Even if they're really tiny. <laughs> Also, they're like front lawns are like oh. thick patches of clothes. Also, yeah, everyone's lawn, like the paths are all white marble. And then, yeah, between the paths and the houses, it's all just a little clover. Which if everybody so in America did that, we could cool down the planet exponentially. Oh. Something to think about. Yeah, everyone. Tell your parents. Bunnybury got it right. <laughs> But everyone who's there is doing terrible things for the planet because they are wearing all sorts of fabrics and they're all dyed in They're colors. all wearing the same fabric, which is satin. But they are the bunnies are all dressed beautifully. The men are dressed dapperly. The women are dressed even better. Um, some of the lady rabbits even are pushing strollers oh. and inside of them. No, no. All, all sorts of little Dead, baby rabbits. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> okay. There's so many babies, huh? There yeah. Are, there's so they're many. They're all curled they're up gorgeous. together. Some of them are like waking up and like sucking on their little paws. And they're just like, but they just look like little furry With golf giant balls. giant little eyes like looking around yeah. the world. And all the moms are wearing bonnets yeah, with like feathers. Sand. It's so <laughs> Wait, cute. Are you That's happy so or cute. sad? Okay. <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were like grossed out. No, I'm kind of like crying a little bit, but no, it's like a really happy cry. They're so sweet. And like, I feel like if this was like a movie or a play, like Dorothy would be walking through and they'd be like, ha, 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 and a bunny, 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 bunny time, bunny time. And they'd yeah. be like hopping. And they're all, yes, they're all humming under their breasts to that. And then like they all hop on beat. Uh, yeah, love oh, that. I would love to see that. Oh, okay, I love this place. So yes, they're it's all adorable. bunnying about, and it takes a minute because like Dorothy's their size, but eventually like people start to notice like, whoa, there's like a human here, but they're not freaked out. Yeah. They're just like, whoa, that's interesting. Like it's like she's a curiosity to them. They're just kind of like they slow, like she attracts attention, but like it doesn't take long before the keeper of the wicket really is making his presence known. Oh, totally. He's just like, make way for Princess Dorothy! (laughs) And they're all just like moving aside and like bowing as like the keeper of the wicket hops, 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 and like Dorothy just follows behind him and she's like, hello. Yeah, she's like bowing respectfully. She's doing it. She's doing nice. Exactly. I'm like, okay, all of a sudden she doesn't have animals with her and she's acting like a princess because yeah, she's like doing little curtsies and bows and they're (laughs) like, hi, thank you. And she just keeps on moving. So they come into the center of the town and there's beautiful trees there Mm -hmm. but what there also is is this beautiful bronze statue of glinda the good Mm -hmm. dorothy obviously recognizes it immediately she knows exactly who that is um and then behind the statue of glinda dorothy can see the royal palace which is this gorgeous marble building fringed with gold yeah it's like imagine like a lace of gold on the outside of the building like it's like it's, it says it's like a gold filigreed frosting so it's like it is white marble with 
gold lace lattice on the outside Jeez. and it's huge and it's beautiful and they're like oh these bunnies do it right it. i know yeah where do like, they get the they, money i just pictured <laughs> them all as being so clean and sweet and kissable yeah. oh and their yeah. city too <laughs> i did think actually when i was reading it when it was like oh yeah all the streets are white marble everything's white marble i was like all those little bunny turds everywhere like black dots everywhere no they use toilet but they must exactly but they must they must sweep yeah i mean i feel like if they're wearing clothes they have brooms exactly there's that they don't want their poopies to get stuck on their gowns no and you know when i did have a bunny he was an outdoor bunny and we would just let him out in our backyard and he never had we never needed to like mow our lawn yeah oh my god all the grass it always was uh, kept up like actually That's looking so nice funny. because he would just eat it and that is the end of chapter 19 how bunnybury welcomed the strangers and blake how would you welcome that okay i came up with this all by myself down the rabbit hole just kidding that is the first chapter of alice's adventures in wonderland by lewis carroll <gasps> the crazy thing is all the like first letters of those words spells out bunnybury Shut the fuck up and go us to sleep immediately. Chapter 20. How Dorothy lunched with a king. <laughs> so the palace is guarded by a line of rabbit soldiers. And they're all wearing green and gold uniforms. And they have high shakos on their heads. Shakos? It's like that like... Hardly know her. Uh, <laughs> you know, shakos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but for your info, because I did have to Google this, a shaku is like that, like good old fashioned soldier, like nutcracker hat with like the feather in the middle, oh. like that tall very hat. like yeah. Russian. Oh no, uh, like British. That little toy soldier that almost like toy lost soldier, his toy soldier is the only way I can explain. He it. lost his life saving that little ballerina, oh, or almost lost, lost his life. Oh, you now love you the me. nutcracker. Uh, so these soldiers are there. And the keeper of the wicket instructs him to salute to Princess Dorothy. The captain of the rabbit army is like, salute! And all of the rabbits? It's just like a <laughs> cascade of commands. Because he's like, hey, everybody salute. And the command's like, yeah, everybody salute. And then everybody salutes. And Dorothy's like, thank you. And then they just <laughs> go by. They enter. And then there's an attendant there to receive them who's like on staff Ooh, for that hour. This guy's bitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why is everyone so mad here? They're all so cute oh, and little well, and sweet. It's gonna become. I think clear. Soon. You know, you know how like in the Emerald City, everyone's super duper happy. Yeah. And then the person in charge of them is Ozma. Mm. Here, everyone's kind of bitter and upset, and the person in charge of them is not Ozma. You know. Mm. So, look at it this way. <laughs> um, they enter the palace and the keeper of the wicket asks the attendant there if the king is at leisure and the attendant's like yeah I think so I heard him blubbering and wailing as usual a couple of minutes ago hmm. and if he doesn't stop being a crybaby soon I'm going <gasps> to resign and I'm going to have to go to work somewhere else what? Yeah. where are you yeah. going to so work? and Dorothy's Dorothy? like whoa, yeah, she's whoa, like, whoa. that's a lot of tea to spill. literally live in Bunnybury. Yeah. She's like, hi, never met you before. What the 
fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with the king? And honestly, like, like she does in this, like, in the writing, it says like she's surprised at hearing all that. But then also, I'm like, if I heard that, I'd be like, whoa, is something wrong? Like, did someone die? Like, well, yeah. what's I mean, happening? It says specifically that like she's surprised to hear that about the person in charge. Because yeah. like she would never talk about Ozma that way. In company. Yeah, that's insane. With strangers. Complete strangers. So the attendants, the attendant answers Dorothy's question of like, what is going on? And uh, and he tells her he doesn't want to be king, but he has to. Hmm. Okay, there are worse problems. And he hates it. (laughs) Did his father Um, die? Well, you'll find out. The keeper of the wicket is like, stop that griping. The attendant's like, well, when she meets the king, he's just going to say the same thing anyway. The keeper of the wicket's like, that is royal privilege. If whatever the king says to Dorothy is what the king says to Dorothy, what you say to Dorothy matters, like, in a professional sense, you know? Okay, so he's, yeah. So in this case, the keeper of the wickets is correct, and they do get guided through to see the king so they enter this giant huge throne room as always but it's draped in all these beautiful cloths they're all like laced with gold the furnitures are covered in satin it's it's very cozy and at the middle of it there is a big throne on a pedestal and a cushion on the throne and on that cushion is the king and his paws are in the air he's laying on his back and he is whining like a dog so the attendant comes in, like, your majesty, your majesty, someone's here to see you. So the king, he dries his eyes. He puts his crown back on his head because it's somewhere it fell off his head while he was Weeping. sobbing and crying. But then the king is awfully poetic, like in a weird way, like not in a weird way, but he's like, oh, excuse my grief, fair stranger, but you behold the most miserable monarch in the world. And in this moment, I'm like, OK, so something is actually wrong. Like he's acting very like educated and sweet and like, oh, my God, like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm in a moment of grief. Okay, it's like, what are you about to say to me? Well, yeah. what he has to say is what time is it, Blinkum, which Blinkum is apparently the attendant's name. Yeah. Oh, we're, we got names yeah. now. So Blinkum. He's the, the guider of the widget. No, the keeper of no. the wicket. Blinkum. <laughs> so Blinkum is the attendant, attendant. who's just grumpy. Spilling the tea. And it's like, oh, oh fuck okay. this guy. Yeah. And yeah. Blinkum says, it's one o'clock. And the king is like, serve luncheon for two. That's for my visitor and myself. And see that the human has the food she's accustomed to. And then Blinkum goes away and he's like, Bristle, you tie my shoe. And then finally, yeah. we have a name for the keeper of the key. Or the keeper of the wicket, which is Bristle. Bristle. Which is a cute name. Hi, Bristle. But all of okay, a sudden, both the king of those is names. just doing everything. Blinkum, Blinkum and Bristle are both Reindeer very names. cute names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know Blinkum <laughs> and Bristle and Rudolph and Violet. Blinkum and Bristle and Rudolph and Violet. Oh. <laughs> But Rudolph? do you recall? <laughs> the most okay, we don't need to actually get into it. <laughs> the bristle. All that said, though, <laughs> Bristle does tie his shoe, and then, 
then the king basically just gets back on his high horse and he's like, oh, I'm so unhappy. And Dorothy's like, okay, like, yeah. what's wrong? Yeah, like, Dorothy's like, like kind of not wrong? having it, but she's playing along. Yeah. So the king tells Dorothy, he's like, I never wanted to be king. And all of the other rabbits, they knew that about me, but they elected me anyway to save themselves from having to do the job you know mm. so now he has so, to stay in the palace trapped when he should be a free rabbit but dorothy's like dorothy's like isn't it great to be king i'm pretty sure simba couldn't i just wait can't to wait king. to be king <laughs> Thank you. Well, the king is like well have hey. you no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> But the king is like, well, were you ever king before? And she was like, well, no. And he's like, yeah, then like you actually yeah. really can't speak he's to like, it. Then shut. How about the heck up? Yeah. You know, yeah, shut. How, how about the heck up? Keep your little princess mouth shut. How yeah. about that? <laughs> and, well, and how about oh, that? You know, she's a princess. <laughs> That's interesting that she's a princess because actually what the king says is, I don't actually know who you are, but at my luncheon, I'm going to tell you everything about me because I don't really think you have anything interesting to say. And I'm going to tell you about yeah. my problems because I have many. Yeah. All wow. of my problems are way more interesting than anything about you now it is important to note what our listeners already know is that these are followers of ozma of oz mm -hmm. they are protected by glinda the good sorceress um, and dorothy is a princess of oz so when these people have a king who is like fuck this job this place fucking sucks. And he's saying those things to Dorothy. That's really important. Yeah, it's a bad look. It's it like, and, and like look. he doesn't know who she is. Know if he did, hopefully he'd be ashamed and shocked. But like, no, like it's insane. Be a king. Yeah. Be a king. But then. Yeah, because Ozma's her best friend. Don't. She's yeah. going gonna to go back yeah. home and gossip, gossip, gossip. Oh, she has got. You just wait. Well, I mean, kind of. But there's an angle to that. But. In this moment, Blinkum reappears and says, hey, luncheon is served. And a dozen rabbits come in. They all have trays. They arrange them at this big table. We do not learn anything they eat except for one thing. But we'll cover that later. It's dessert. Um, but then the king's like, okay, everyone, get out. And he's like, except for you, Bristle. You go wait right outside the door in case I want you back here. And just so you know, Bristle is the bunny who met them at the front gate. Yes, keeper of the wicket. So I don't know why he would stay outside that door. I thought the same thing. I was like, what if someone else comes <laughs> to the gate? He Maybe needs, there's a backup wicket keeper? He needs to be at the gate. Yeah, the associate the... vice keeper of the wicket? AVCPS? There must be some ABC. system they got going on. So once everyone is gone, the king takes his crown off his head, throws it in the corner. Yeah. He takes off his ermine robe, stuffs it under the table. Kicks it. He kicks it under the table. He's like, I'm ho I hope you're hungry. And Dorothy's like, oh, I'm starving. Actually, all I've eaten is a wheelbarrow, a piano, <laughs> an old dirty foot mat. <laughs> And I feel like in this moment, it's kind of funny because I'm like, the king already said, hey, you can't have anything interesting going on. So I'm going to tell you about all about my life. And the first thing Dorothy has to share about her past <laughs> is that today she ate a wheelbarrow, a piano, Literally and a doormat. Like 15 minutes ago. Yeah. And, yeah. And also that I'm like, yeah, like you're hungry. You ate like you ate 
like three pieces of furniture in the last two and a half hours. If someone told me they ate a piano, I'd be like, "Oh, so you're <laughs> good? Yeah. So you're good? You don't need? You just want water? I would, I would <laughs> like a lemon I would water." Think they were lying to me. I would think <laughs> that. Like, oh, how, LOL. But <laughs> the king comes in with a decent joke because, like Dorothy says, she eats that stuff, and you know the piece of bread and butter that used to be a doormat. And he's like, "Oh, well, that seems like a square meal." But perhaps it wasn't a square piano. Okay, so I I, ha- I, I didn't don't look it up. I assumed that was something. Oh, well, wheelbarrows aren't not. square either. I know. I don't want to talk exactly. about that. Exactly. <laughs> I do not get this joke at all. Um, the piano is the most square thing that Dorothy ate. <laughs> yeah. So I really don't get the joke. Um, but they <laughs> laugh together. They yeah. laugh and laugh and laugh. Um, Dorothy's like, oh, well, you don't seem so unhappy now. And the king is like, no, but. Actually, like, I really, I really am unhappy. And he woeful. And there we sad. Oh Aren't you sorry for me? He asks if she's sorry for him. And Dorothy's like, no. Like, dude, you're the king of a gorgeous city. Yeah. She's like, this place is awesome. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, well, you know, Glinda the Good made us a pretty great city because she loves rabbits. But I wouldn't live here by choice. And Dorothy's yeah. like, why? The Rabbit <sighs> King is like, well, I miss being in the wild. I miss being a wild rabbit. The wild rabbit. Um, he, like, when he was born, he lived in a burrow. He lived in like a normal rabbit burrow in the forest. And he was... He's relatable. Yes, exactly. It's very like... very Started from the bottom, now we're here. Oh, yeah. Exactly. He preferred his life in the food chain. Basically, yeah. he was like, we were surrounded by enemies. I had to run for my life. I would have to hide in my purpose. burrow for days. And like, I kind of get it, you know, because he's like, oh, yeah. I mean, well, I don't no, get he's it too because protected. Like, obviously it's fine to be safe and at home. But he was like, I, I was wild and free. Like, I'm he's it's something that actually, well, it didn't like make me emotional, but it kind of got me for a second. I was like, wow, because he said that he misses hearing his own heart throb when he's startled yes. and i'm like yeah a rabbit who hasn't been like had that happen for his like for the last yeah. while it's like that's insane because rabbits are always like on edge so who's making him be king so dorothy asks why like why don't you just resign if you hate it so much but he says there's a law <laughs> once you are elected as the king you cannot step down. What? You have to stay king until you die. Yeah. And you might think, well, you're the king. Change that law. Oh, so that you can die here? Well, Just you so you die, die as king, basically. Naturally. So basically, old money came in and said, oh, well, for rulers, We'll work by old money rules. But the bunnies don't want to be in charge. The bunnies just want to be bunnies. Oh, so um, like even if they were to elect another king, that... Well, no one else wants to be king. Exactly. So yeah. like that person would probably be feeling the same way. They would feel yeah. the exact same way. Oh my God. Why so do we need to have a... Like, why does it need to be a monarchy? So he says it's the law. You can't back down. You have to do it. And Dorothy's like, who made that law? Glinda. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because the sorceress who made the city, Glinda, (laughs) she made the city. 
She made all these enchantments to protect it, which I assume includes the enchantment that made Dorothy get really small, like in Willy Wonka. Uh, I like where the magic's coming yeah. from. So she did all that, and she said, "Hey, like," she just yelled into the forest, "Hey, all you white rabbits, come on in. You're here now." So Dorothy asks him, like. When Glinda called out and invited all of the rabbits to come, or the, all of the white rabbits to come and live here, why did he accept her invitation? And he was like, I don't know. Like, I didn't know I was going to hate it. Which is fair. Like, it's fair. hey, like, you don't want to, like, do you want to try not living in a burrow and, like, living to try and not die every day? Like, yeah. come here. I'd say yes. Well, yeah. people come to America for opportunity and then exactly. they're here. And all and of a sudden there's no sometimes jobs. Sometimes it's not great. Granted, yeah. the, the people who come here for jobs are never made president un- against their will. I will say that. Well, and that's those are the two things that he true. says, though. Yeah. Like, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, I didn't know I was going to hate it. And. I didn't know I was going to become king. Yeah. I don't I don't like either of those things. So uh, the only thing that we're aware of in this feast that is served is the dessert, which is a Charlotte Russe, which I looked up earlier and actually just don't frankly remember even. Oh, it's a it's a no-bake strawberry pie. So it's kind of like a tiramisu where it's like ladyfingers and cream but instead of coffee there's strawberry and jam or whatever. So she's eating that. And around her mouthful of that, she's like, I know Glinda. I'll I'll get her to have a a new king for you so you don't have to be king. She's scarfing it down. I don't know why she's eating like this, but that's how it's spelled out in the book, to be honest. <laughs> like, it literally. Is. Um, but, yeah, Dorothy tells him, like, I'll ask Glinda to put a new king in your place, and you can just go back to the forest, I guess. Well, just, um, like, have them not have a king. Or that, yeah. Why do they need like, to have a that. king? If they the king can't change king. the law, no why do they need a king? Yeah, no one wants to be... Let them just all live amongst each other and yeah. do their thing and live yeah. in their little yeah. teapots. and yeah. yeah, their little clover yards. Everyone's happy. Yeah. Yeah. So Dorothy tells him, like... Hey, I, I know Glinda. I'll tell her to just not make you king. He's like, oh, do you mean it? Oh, fuck yeah. Like, that is great for me. He dances around um, the room for a long yes. time. Aww. Like, so long that they have to explain the when he stops. happiest he's ever been. Yes. Um, and so he's like, hey, please don't forget to ask Glinda about this. And she's like, oh, no, I won't. So now we move forward in the story. Um, and he's in much better spirits now. And so he's like, oh, Dorothy, you know what? To thank you, we are going to have some entertainment for you. And he commands for Blinken. Well, no, actually, he calls in uh, Bristle. And he's like, hey, get all the nobility gathered. We're about to fucking celebrate. Also tell Blinkum that I need to talk to him. And we're going to go walk in the garden while we wait. So they go to the garden and it has flowers and beautiful fragrant shrubs. There's fruit trees. There's uh, shade trees. It's it's just beautiful, as you could imagine. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Blinkum finally comes running over to the Rabbit King. And the king whispers some instructions to him. And Blinkum takes off running again. And they just move on, looking over the gardens. Uh, Dorothy's really enjoying that, I guess. Um and then Dorothy compliments the king on his clothes. She's like, "Wow, yeah, those clothes Striking. you're wearing, 
are mm. gorgeous. She's just being so nice all of a sudden. Mm. It's blue satin with pearl buttons and pearl like accoutrements. Oh. It the actually rabbit, sounds really nice. The Rabbit King, <laughs> he gets all prideful. He's like, oh, oh my God, thank you. Actually, I have the best tailor. This is my favorite yeah. suit. He also clarifies. Are they becoming best friends? Okay. Well, here's the thing. So I'm gonna read you a note that I wrote, and then it will actually lead into the story very well because I was ahead of myself. I thought he hated being anthropomorphic and just wanted to be a regular bunny. Now he mm. loves his suits because he's like, oh yeah, Dorothy. Actually, when you talk to Glinda. About, you know, just <laughs> making me a regular bunny and not the king. Could you ask her to let me keep my suits? Yeah, I knew. I yeah. was like, he's going to ask to keep the and fucking clothes. Dorothy's <laughs> like... <laughs> Interesting. Dorothy is like, yeah, but like, you won't really need your clothes in the forest. Yeah, like, like what are you going to do? You know. And he's like, well, but like, I'm used to dressing up now. So like, he doesn't want to run around so naked. So what is it? Do we want this life also, or do we want that life? It's I, one or the other. I do want to mention also that, and we gloss, we didn't even gloss. We skipped oh, over this. We did skip Earlier, that. he said, hey... Humans, humans took millennia, generations to become civilized. Because Dorothy's like, mm. you know, why are you so upset? Like, humans used to be animals. Now they're like, they don't act that way. And he's like, no human ever went from being completely uncivilized, living in a cave, to being like a modern human. Like, and that's what I did. And she's like, okay, whatever. So it's like, but now he's like, oh, well. I am actually used to being a modern rabbit now and I don't want to put my clothes away. So Good. it's it's very hypocritical mm. and very like backpedally He's for a little me. Unsure. He's unsure. But Dorothy's like, yeah, like I'll ask if you can take your clothes into your muddy little like rat hole that you're gonna live in later, <laughs> King. Okay, now all the, we got Dorothy back. Yeah. She's <laughs> That's she's a Dorothy there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they go to the reception hall. There is a big room. Obviously, it's like meant for like hosting a bunch of people. There's these big rugs on the floor and there's the exquisite furniture made of wood. It's embedded with jewels. It's beautiful, as you would expect. And the king has an extra fancy chair and the mm -hmm. chair is made of silver. It's in the shape of a lily and one of the petals is folded down. So it's like a, a normal chair and it's encrusted with diamonds all over, covered yeah. in diamonds. Taste absolute luxury Ew, it's gorgeous dorothy notices it immediately and comments on that she's like that chair is beautiful <laughs> my note is shat is a plended chair <laughs> which i don't know why i have sorry. shat it I'm, so, been I'm so sorry your note is shat is a plended chair no shat is a plended chair yeah. Shat is a plinded Sorry, there. it's just my typos. <laughs> it's my typos. Who's <laughs> Shat? Um, I just read it. It's a terrible typo. Shat is a plinded tear. And, uh, <laughs> um, the King Rabbit's like, oh no, I know. Like, that is my favorite tear. Uh, <laughs> but, like, he's like, it's beautiful, it's comfortable. And he's thinking about it. He's looking at his chair and he's like, you know, Dorothy. When you talk to Glinda, it'd be cool if like you no. just let her know that I'd like to keep the chair <laughs> when and I go back into the forest. <laughs> and Dorothy's like, oh, she's 
that wouldn't look quite right yeah. in a hole in the ground. He's like, I don't really know how you would fit that. You want he's that like, in the rat hole? Yeah, but yeah. like in the rat hole. That's what Dorothy says. But he's like, you know, you know, like I see what you're saying, but I really like it. So if you yeah. could just figure that out for me. Oh, but here come the ladies and gentlemen of the court to get us into a transition. Thank God. Yeah. Seriously. So he's Dorothy like, hey, sit beside me. King. I'm going to introduce you. Sit, take their seats. Oh my God. Uh. And that, unbelievably, abruptly, is the end of Chapter 20, originally entitled, How Dorothy Lunched with a King. And Blake, how would you, Rabbit, call that? A hair-raising welcome. Hair. Yeah. Hair with an A. Hair. Chapter 21, How the King Changed His Mind. Oh, is that what it's called? <laughs> 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 I have a feeling I know it's going to happen. Yeah. Mm. So Dorothy and the Rabbit King get seated for some entertainment. And I just want to say right now, we never learn the Rabbit King's name. He's Blake and I alluded the to this earlier. Rabbit King that through and we through. never get King Renard. We never get oh. King Vox. We don't get yeah. anything. All we have is Rabbit King, which we, is fine. We know, but it gets annoying in the notes. And Bimbo and Peapock. Yeah, and Papu <laughs> and Napu <laughs> and Nemo. <laughs> yeah, there's so many, but we don't know the Rabbit King's name. But I just wanted to say right now. We'll never learn it, and so when we keep saying Rabbit King, Rabbit King, Rabbit King, it's because the, that's, that's the only know. way to refer to him no. as. So, yeah. So, a 50-piece rabbit band marches in playing golden instruments, and behind them are the nobility of Bunbury, or Bunnybury. Yep. Sorry. Two places, <laughs> one show. Two different places. Um But all of the nobility of Bunnybury, are, they're all dressed to the nines. Um, and as they pass by the king, they greet him, and he introduces Dorothy, and they all take their seats. So Dorothy meets a lot of people. And then the king yeah. announces, hey, it's our duty and our pleasure to entertain this distinguished guest. And then he's like, and here is the royal band of Whiskered Friskers. So the band that played in all the nobility. Yeah, the actual con- band. Continues playing. And the Whiskered Friskers come out on stage. So these rabbits are all white with purple, gauzy, like, tutus. And there's eight of them. And their whiskers are also dyed purple. Other than that, all white. Yeah. And they have diamonds all over them, too, which are also white. But still, like, just to add to the elegance of it. So they... Got a little makeover or something. Yes. They're Apparently, they're hilarious. So yeah, um, they are what would be considered a prank show, um, mm. but all they it's do is just kind of like they just kind of like dance. oh my god they <laughs> dance around and do somersaults. They are supposed to be a comedy show, I think, because like they're comical. Dorothy's laughing, but like they whirl, they gyrate, they leap over each other, they stand on their heads, they do death drops. Watching they this. Giving, like America's Got Talent. It yeah. Is, it's like So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah. So watching this show, the Rabbit King is like, God damn, I sure do love the Whiskered Friskers. I will miss them when I'm gone. And he's like, 
hey, you know, no. he's like, maybe you could ask Glinda. No. And she's like, no, I wouldn't do yeah. that at Dorothy all. Dorothy cuts his ass Yeah, off. Good. Like, mm. Set boundaries. No, that wouldn't do. You're no. asking for yeah. one favor. She's like, there wouldn't be any room in your little muddy black hole for <laughs> yeah. all those rabbits. black hole you want to go back to. And she's like, especially considering you already want your lily chair and your wardrobe and your little mud hole with you. Yeah. And the king is like, ugh, okay. Well, hey, everybody, hey, here's our next thing. It's a military parade. Oh, and I bet yeah. he loves that, too. So, <laughs> um, they do this whole little show, which is just like Cadet Kelly starring Hillary Dusk. Yeah, it's like just yeah. like the showmanship of the JROTC. Okay. Yeah. You know? It's, um, yeah, it's very major pain. To so me. then as that <laughs> ends, like Dorothy's like, damn, you know, you must feel really safe He's having like, these guys around. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's yeah. like, and actually, like, they're protecting me from everything. Like, I wouldn't suppose that Glenn- Dorothy oh. is like, no. <laughs> Dorothy's like, no. What Glinda. Is this guy's deal. Dorothy is like, Glinda will not. If you are not a king, you do not be the king's army. Yeah. King's bodyguard stays with king. You don't just get to take them. So king doesn't really say anything. He just sits there really sad. He's starting to get embarrassed, I feel like. Because he's realizing. Next, he introduces the royal jugglers. She hasn't talked to Glenda yet. So Yes. And and she won't for a while. And the royal jugglers do a performance... That I can describe in so many ways, none of the ways I would ever describe this would be considered um, juggling. <laughs> I'd say it's more like <laughs> magicians or something. They're like they're like illusionists, s- soothsayers. Yeah, this really is crazy. giving America's Got Talent. It's got it oh is. my god! It's every it is every type of act. Like, are we about to have yeah. a country singer next? Yeah, oh Sher- oh Sharon Osbourne. <laughs> Sharon Osbourne is like about to get mad at somebody. Yeah. I don't know. Is she on that show? She I was, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, even if once upon a time, I'm still part of the zeitgeist. <laughs> <laughs> so there are six jugglers who come out, and they're all, I mean, every rabbit in this place is white. So they are white rabbits. And they are all wearing these strange black uniforms, and they're all embroidered with these silver symbols that are strange and unintelligible. And what they come out with is a giant red ball. Yep. Exactly. They're all pushing it. They're all reaching up. They're pushing out this big red it's ball. It's giving wipeout. It is. It is. It's giving wipeout if one of those <laughs> balls was loose. Yeah. It was released from a little. It around. Yeah. They are rolling it around. <laughs> like when this started happening in the book. I went back and reread <laughs> because it was like, unclear I don't know to if me. I understand. So it was like the royal jugglers, and then this giant Just red giant ball comes out. I got really confused in this part too, because I had to reread it multiple times, and I still don't really think I understand what was happening after the ball arrives. No, yeah, it's really confusing because like they are the royal jugglers. Where (laughs) is the juggling? But then the ball juggles them. Yeah. Because three of them jump on top of it and they start rolling about and jumping on it. And I'm like, and then something strange happens in the writing where I don't really understand what happens. But to my understanding, 
they all get thrown into the air. They jump up no. and get so, thrown up. And so what scream. happens? So what happens is three of them are on top of the ball, rolling, running with their little feet, rolling the ball. Okay. The other three jugglers jump up and they launch them into the sky and they disappear. <laughs> So those three they disappear. They do it disappear. one. They don't they, come down. They do it one by one, and those three are gone. Now there are three rolling the ball. So the one in the center launches the one to his left up in the sky, and then he launches the one to his right up in the sky. So now there's only one left rolling the ball. He's rolling the ball. Yeah. 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 Okay. Are we here, all cut up? This is the part where I understood it again. So continue. But I do understand what's about to happen. So then he touches the ball in some way that makes it split open. All the other <gasps> five bunnies run out. Oh my god. And it's gosh. like ha dun dun we did it. Oh, yeah. I'd pay money. Well, then oh, something. Oh, it seems awesome. No, yeah, but something actually even more crazy is about to happen, because yeah. now there's six of them again. They all are kind of on the ground, rolling around, and then they all roll around together and they cling on to each other, and then they're rolling in this big they rabbit ball. The ball. Well, then they be they they merge and fuse into <laughs> one really fat rabbit. <gasps> and that rabbit bounces super high into the sky. Yeah. Lands on the ground and explodes, explodes into six other rabbits. And they're all like, bum bum, we yeah. did it. Thank you. It's that's not even the end of it. Really what? disturbing. Because then they um, roll into tight little balls, four of them do, and the the remaining two start juggling them between themselves. These rabbits are doing things that don't even make sense and that I can't even fully he comprehend. Yeah, their show far. doesn't make any sense. The king of rabbits is like out here watching the show and he's like talking to Dorothy. Like Dorothy's like, wow, that was really good. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. These are like these are the best jugglers in the world. Here's the thing. There's six of them. Just think. Glinda Stop. can let me yeah. have because he, he really she, he just I, needs to host well, more. He's just like needs to host and exactly. have parties, and he'll feel fine. Because he's then spending he gets too show. much time crying. Yeah, he yeah. gets to show and see everything, all the cool things. He in has. this moment, he's like, "Oh, I mean, I can't have the dancers. I can't have the bodyguards. Like, I could have a couple jugglers." And Dorothy's like, no, it's no more compromising. You can't have anything else. You've already asked for so much. At this point, Dorothy's already said no to everything. So she's like, yeah, like, I guess. But she says it doubtfully. Like it says, she's like, sure, like, I'm tired of this. Yeah. Uh, It's honestly like sad. The rabbit king, he's like, thank you. Seriously. Thank you. Like, (laughs) he's, he's he's like, I need something. Um, so then the Rabbit King introduces the Winsome Waggish Warblers. It's a quartet of singers. Two male, two the female. War- Wait, what are they called? Warblers. That's you think I'm pretty without that any makeup on. You no, think I'm funny the- when I tell the punchline wrong. The first song that the Winsome Waggish Warblers <laughs> sing... It begins. Um, do you want to sing it together? <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Sure. 
<clears throat> Five, six, seven, eight. When, when a rabbit gets a havoc of living in a city and wearing clothes and fur bellows and jewels rare and pretty. He scorns the bun who has to run and burrow in the ground <laughs> and pities those whose watchful foes are and men and gun and hound. But the king doesn't like that. Yeah. Dorothy looks at the Rabbit King and he looks uncomfy. Because remember, the Rabbit King is like, I don't want to live here anymore. I don't want to be king. I want to leave. Yeah. That song was all about rabbits who live regular rabbit lives. Yeah. You know? It's like, oh, yeah. Like, living in the city is great. And, like, living in a not city is you living in the ground yeah. and you're always afraid. So the Rabbit King, he's like, hey, warblers. Um, I don't really like this song. Could you sing, sing uh, I don't know, something more fun? Yeah. So they do. They sing something more fun. Here's how it goes. Bunnies gay delight to play in their fairy town secure. Every frisker first his whisker at a pink guide girl demure. Every maid in silk arrayed at her partner shyly glances. Paws are grasped, waists are clasped as they whirl in giddy dances. <laughs> then to get the through the heather, neath the moonlight, soft so they, they stroll. Each is very blithe and merry, gambling with laughter droll. Life is fun to everyone, guarded by our magic charm. For two <laughs> dangers, we, we are strangers, safe from any thought of what <laughs> <Thwart. laughs> If you what? <laughs> I was safe and thought. Frank Baum should be ashamed of himself with how no. much song it's interesting. was in that. This is really giving like... This isn't a script. This is really giving The Hobbit to me. Because it's like, oh, here's the song of when they clean the dishes. Like, here's the song of when they do this and that. Like, I haven't read that since I was a senior in high school. And it was on my leisure. But still, I don't really remember it that well. So after this song, Dorothy's like, wow. Everyone except you loves Bunbury. Like, guess you're the only one who wants to cry and whine and, like, go back to his muddy little hole in the ground, that dark little pit hole that you live in that's mud. That's right, Dorothy. Put in the work. Yeah, yeah. so the servants, they come around. They pass out glasses of nectar, slices of cake. The king rabbit, he's sitting quiet. He's sitting nervous. Yeah, he's not feeling that good. He's feeling weird. And the evening passes, 
and it's fun. Everyone has a good time. Everyone goes home. And Dorothy's like, you know, it's getting late. Like, I should probably go home because, like, I am actively lost right now. And I do want to get back to my party before nightfall. So, apparently, this has all happened in the afternoon. Also, where the... Well, I, I do remember Belina and Toto being not invited in, but like what they're just outside. Well, we'll get to that actually. Okay. But yes, that's a that's a good point. Uh but the king is like, Hey, like stay the night with us. Like you can just stay here. It's no problem. Like you've been great. Like, don't leave. And she's like, No, I've actually I really need to go. And also like I yeah. need to see Glinda as soon as I can. Because exactly. like now I've made a promise. I gotta get back to Glinda. <laughs> um but the king personally walks Dorothy back to the gate to say goodbye. Um he still you know, when we when we met him, he tossed his crown to the corner, he stuffed his robe under the table, but he's walking with Dorothy. He's wearing his crown. He's wearing his ermine robe. He's walking with his staff. He's not crying and boohooing. But he um, seems sad. But he does seem sad. And Dorothy, she she approaches the door that she entered Bunbury through. And she just thanks the Rabbit King for his hospitality. And uh, Dorothy tells him that, hey, when I see Glinda... As soon as I can, I will ask that she put a new king in place and send you back to the forest. <laughs> but you get to keep the lily chair and some of your clothes and a couple of the jugglers. I promise yeah. I'll ask. That's like, very nice. So her. she's the really doing king, it. He is like, <clears throat> <laughs> spit it out. I don't want to be a bother, Dorothy, but um. um Maybe don't talk to Glinda. Yeah. Don't, well, don't, 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 don't. He's really don't. giving like, oh, like, you know what? I'm sorry. I shouldn't have asked you that. Like, don't worry about it. And he's like, obviously embarrassed. And he's like, no, like, I've been thinking about it. And like, you know, like, oh, whatever. He's like, a lot of the things here I've noticed are pretty good. And I, I just... I don't want to miss them. He just needed to go yeah. out and so it's breathe fresh air, touch grass, do all that stuff. The Dorothy, thing. it's crazy. Dorothy, <gasps> Dorothy laughs. Then, oh, the villain. She looks grave. The villain side is coming. Then, a harsh light shines up from the ground, obscuring <laughs> the features of Dorothy's face. She stares into the Rabbit King's face and she says, "Beware." The twisted fate that befalls thee, for it shall not suffice to wear the crown of a sovereign while thy tears stain thine throne. The whales of woe, like venomous serpents, have slithered into the hearts of thy subjects, breathing discontent and sorrow. Henceforth, let it be known that thine crown slips from thy grasp, replaced by a shadowed crown of regal demise. 
Okay, so that's Voldemort in Sorcerer in the that's Stone. Oh, sorry, <laughs> my God. That's just from the book. I don't know. That's Voldemort. <laughs> that's he who must not be named uh, <laughs> and not his full form. He, like, honestly, the Rabbit King, he's like, no, 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 no. Like, I, I will be good. I will never cry. Yeah. I will never make my people wonder again. Yeah, he's like, no more tears, baby. No more tears. He promises. And Dorothy takes his word for it, and she's like, "Good, you ungrateful piece, <laughs> you ungrateful piece of shit." Um, oh and my god! So she tells him basically to wise up. She passes back through the door. She grows back to her normal size. Um, also, Belina and Toto are fully chilling. They've been fed very well. Okay. They've been sleeping. They've been resting. Belina's like, we don't even have to leave right now. Like, I'm They're good. Trying. Yeah. So like they've they've been really treated well. Although um Wicket or Brit Bristle? Brisket? Bristle. Bristle. Bristle is back at the word. front. I'm I sorry. remember the name. Good work. <laughs> Bristle is back at the front, but he's like staying away from Belina and Toto because he is freaked out of Toto. But like there's no actual problem. Like they're just completely chill. Uh, but Dorothy's like, no, we have to actually get out of here. We have to leave. So the keeper of the wicket, he's like, Dorothy, thank you so much for convincing our King to just rule us. Like he wanted to run away. He was boohooing all the time. None of us want to do it. Thank you. Like, thank you for just showing him the way, showing okay. him how great it is here. And he tells Dorothy that he's going to start a petition to have a statue erected of her uh, right next to the one of Glinda that's right in the center of their town. Wow. So Before Ozma? I Before am, right? Ozma. Ozma hasn't done anything for them. I guess so. To be fair, Glinda and built in the city. He tells Dorothy, he's like, oh, I, like... It should be done soon. I hope you'll come back and see it. And Dorothy's like, yeah. <laughs> Pitch, I'm never coming I, back here. I prob no, she's like, I probably will. I'll probably Oh, she liked that, that show. She yeah, liked the jugglers. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I had a really good time here. And also I got to threaten someone. And so <laughs> I'm coming back. And so, then she joins her friends. Yeah. And they join hands. And they skip down the road. Toto, Belina, and Dorothy are out the fuck okay. of there. On to the next. And that is the end of chapter 21, how the king changed his mind. And Blake, what would you call that? A night at the... Ha! <laughs> Thank you for listening to Oz Hour. Please join us next time as we continue with chapter 20, how the wizard found Dorothy. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Oz Hour Podcast for the latest on everything Oz. Oz Hour, created and hosted by Blake Stone and Wyatt Swangham. Co-hosted by Hannah Geary. Audio production by Charlie Johnson. Theme music written and performed by Rudy Clobus. Cover art by Valentin Lucas.